All right, we're back with another Apply Rigor podcast episode, you know... Um, seven, get it right. Seven, episode seven here, so welcome back. You know, we've talked about the Apply Rigor podcast, and we've had seven, six episodes prior to this, but we really haven't defined what Apply Rigor is. That's true. And so uh, the people out there must be wondering, okay, I don't get it, or what does it mean to be rigorous? Yep. So I thought we would do a show today and, and banter around what we think rigor is and um hopefully get comments and people engaging us on challenging us on what on that definition so well i think that's a good idea so so go go ahead let's start with you godfather of of baldness what what is (laughs) what is rigor (laughs) well to me you know rigor is being committed to a standard of excellence and we define what an excellence is it's doing the best that you can with the current available resources, well, the vo- available resources that are available to you right now. Okay. So how do you do the best that you possibly can with the current situation, the current climate? That to me is excellence and being rigorous in that. So it's it's seeing things through. Um, it's being detailed. It's follow through. It's follow up. So when we think about kind of where we've been the last couple of weeks with some of our guests... You know, and you kind of put that definition in front or behind it, you know, and you think of even the story, you know, Steve Adams told a couple weeks ago, where does rigor fit in there? Yeah. So in your deepest valley. Yeah. Right. And you're going, all right, how, how, Lord, do I become excellent in this? How do I glorify you, you know, versus what is about me and what I can just get by with? right now so it brings in words like character and integrity and um you know understanding the bigger picture mm-hmm. you know um you know as an as an ad agency you know as the owner of this ad agency you know i'd say all the time when reps come in because they call on us all the time and uh they usually start off with a conversation like can i talk to the owner and i'm done with the conversation because they weren't rigorous you know it's and I, and I tell them, I say, listen, seven, eight years ago, maybe five years ago, we didn't have social media. We didn't have LinkedIn. Yeah, true. You know, we had the yellow pages. Yep. You know, you, you can't take 15 minutes and, you know, look us up and find out who the owner is. I yep. mean, that's pretty easy nowadays, yep. you know. And so you're not being rigorous. You're not being detailed. You're not having excellence, doing the best that you can, you know, taking five minutes to, to figure it out. So I can I can hear people asking in their heads. Well, I know I, I am too. Yeah. Like, if you take that... And you go, okay, but I'm in the middle of my valley. How does that apply to me? Yeah, so I think it's the same line of thinking, right? Like, all right, all right, how how do I pause for a second? How do I be as detailed as I can in this moment? How how do I follow through with excellence with the current resources that are available to me right now? Like it's the same line of thinking, right? I know we wanna, especially me and you, yeah. struggle with this go, 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 go you know, perfectionism, mm-hmm. you know, there's a mix in there. We got to go detailed. You know, we, you and I work on that every day with our relationship, yeah, right? Yeah. Like there's a battle there and somewhere in the middle there's excellence, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it's doing the best as we can with the current situation. Mm-hmm. So know? then if I understand your definition, kind of what we, you know, we're just putting back and forth. When you have this idea that we got thrown at us a couple weeks ago of, you know, what behaviors got me into my valley and mm-hmm. what behaviors will take me out. My guess is then that's not just a good question. That's an actual rigorous 
idea. That's a rigorous process to get detail-oriented internally instead of blaming and going, this is how we got here, Mm -hmm. and now I'm going to have to get rigorous about how we get out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just instead of... Exactly, and instead of just sitting there going, this is all about me, you go, okay, if I think about being rigorous right now, I think about the awareness I'm having with my emotions. Yeah. Right? I am in a valley. I am dealing with anger. I am dealing with fear. I am dealing with doubt and anxiety. Okay? I'm not just going to stop there. Mm-hmm. All right? I'm aware. You know, anxiety and stress is so big in our climate today. Everybody has it. You know, and if you if you go a little deeper beyond just stress, there's this thing called anxiety. And... And when you when you when you're super anxious, you know it's it's these all these i all these concerns that are in your head that you can't bring to a completion. So what happens is there is no completion, and you just you know yeah. you get stressed. And so being rigorous in that is telling the anxiety that or, or understanding that the anxiety is anxiety, and it's not your future. Right. And so you can take those thoughts and you can bring them to a completion or you can just say, you know what, this is anxiety. You know, this is being being anxious and not my future. Yeah, that's being detailed. That's being going the extra mile. That's having a spirit of excellence going. All right. I am not in this. Just this is not just about me and my selfish desires. Right. It's about having empathy would be the next level of that. Mm -hmm. The awareness and empathy. Hmm. I think there's also in there there's space for like some level of kindness too towards yourself because you, you like you know under by having awareness of anxiety we go okay I think rigor would also acknowledge this rigorous placing value on something mm. yeah because if I don't value like the people the sales guys who come in here that you mentioned they don't value truly value you as the owner and what you need if they did they would do they they would live out their rigor right they would yeah. they would believe that. But because they don't place enough value on that, they don't, they don't go deeper. So if we if we take that idea of rigor and we look at like those who are in the valley, they're going to struggle with anxiety. They're going to struggle with fear, some some depression. That, that's usually a, mm-hmm. a chief of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm going, okay, well, I am worth pausing, like you said, pausing and going, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, f- I have these feelings, these emotions in the valley. Why do I feel this way? I don't want to get out of bed today. I don't want to pick up the phone. I don't want to feel rejection again. Ah, but 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 wait, I don't have to stay here. I don't have to stay in the valley. The future's coming. There is a vision. So get God up. because me in his image. I have value. I'm the I head, am worth not it. the tail. I value this. Yeah, yes, so yes. I, because of that, I will get up. Because I can. I, I know not everybody is going to be able to get up and just go day yeah. to day to day to day to day. Some are going to get up and go, yeah, well, wait a second. I feel anxious. And when I feel anxious, I just want to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. I just want to run. I just want to escape. I know. I told Dave I was going to get a big box of Kleenex boxes to put around you today so that every time (laughs) you could, you know, definitely have enough around you, you'd be okay. Mm -hmm. Exactly, because I care. You can tell, can't you? I almost slapped you. Yeah, probably not. So so talk to me then. As you talk about some of those negative aspects, as you think about rigor, what are some words or ideas that you see rigor manifested in? Like an example I would say would be due diligence. Right, as you're doing due diligence, if you would go back to your example again, of somebody coming in here to call on you, part of the due diligence is figure out who you're going to talk to. So when you call, you sound like you know what the heck you're doing. Yes. Right, and you feel value that someone took the time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and so what are some other ideas when we think about rigor that are you know words or you know or actions that embody that? 
Well, I want to answer that question, but first thing I want to say is, you know, the other night I was watching Bar Rescue. You ever seen that show? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the guy, it was, you know, up in his face, and and he was just yelling and screaming. He says, I care about my bar. And every episode, there's a common theme. And the common theme is they don't clean. Mm. The place is a mess. It's dirty. And the guy says, I love this bar. And he says, you love this bar? How could you love this bar? You never clean. Right? That being unwavering to the commitment and dedication and going the next, that, you know, there's no value. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't care yep. about themselves. You know, so that, that rigor is an easy solution. Look, you care. You can do things that are in, in your control. Everybody yeah. can clean. You don't want to be talented mm-hmm. to clean. Yep. You got to have a, a thought process of value in, in what you care about. Right. And so I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, that's funny. So when I think about answering your question of some words, I think about commitment. Right. I'm committed to this. And so if we look at the definition of commitment, it's an unwavering dedication to a cause, vision or activity. I'm committed. Yeah. I'm committed to this. I'm not going in six different directions. Mm -hmm. We talked about this last week about being committed and sacrificing. Right? There's a yeah. there's a different level of sacrifice versus commitment. And so um that that's a word that comes to mind. Commitment. Yeah. So commitment, due diligence, detail oriented, you know, things like that are what embody rigor. Now, one word that comes to my mind that it's I don't think it is, but I think it's a cousin to, and it's been pretty hot the last couple of years. We've seen TED talks about it, there's books written about it, mm. is the word grit. Yeah. How does how do those two fit together? Angela Duckworth. That's right. Great. She, she she is the foremost researcher right now on that topic. We need to put this out on as a link to her book. I read her book and you know, she says that it's not passion, it's not talent, it's not commitment. If you look at what was successful across all successful entrepreneurs and they did this huge study on it, um, she said it was grit. And so that's that tenacity to never lose. Right, I don't have the actual yeah. definition. Yeah, I think it's something along the lines of like passionate perseverance over time, you know, for goals and objectives and something to that effect. And so, you know, to me, when I think of grit and then I hear the word rigor, I my mind wants to put him in the same bucket, like they're synonyms, but I don't think they're quite the same. How do you kind of draw a distinction between the two? Between grit and rigor. Rigor. So grit to me is is an internal like. Like you got to have it, mm-hmm. you know, um, can you learn it? She proves in the book that you can learn to be gritty. I don't know. I mean, it's probably a good question to say, okay, somebody is born gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when you're talking about being rigorous, it's a hundred percent learned. Like you can learn to do that. You can be mentored into being rigorous, you know, um, that's my definition of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's an interesting thought because, you know, in a lot of her research, and I mean, she wrote an article, I think it was almost two years ago now, on Steph Curry being the grittiest player mm-hmm. in the NBA. And so many times people associate grit with talent, and she proves the fact that grit has nothing to do with talent. Yeah. Not at all. You know, and whether, in you know, whatever sport you're in, you I mean, you think about hockey, that's typically a pretty common synonym you attach to hockey players. They're gritty, they go in the corner. They work the boards. They get out what they need to get out. Even in whatever sport you look at, your grittiest players are the ones that do the dirty work. Mm-hmm. But 
do they also have rigor in that? And the answer should be yes, because they're detailed in how they do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think again, I think the two words, two ideals, work together. I don't know that you ever see one without the other a lot. Yeah, I, I think that that grit is more like a is like um internal characteristic of yourself this person's gritty yeah whereas rigor is more of a philosophy and attitude of like i'm gonna go the extra mile in my process Mm -hmm. so i don't have to be i don't have to be the fastest i don't have to be the strongest i don't have to be the most annoying because usually people that are gritty are like there's they're annoyingly like like when i think about sports (laughs) like they're just in your face they're like you know like that kind of thing. Whereas rigor is more of a, a thought, a philosophy, a you know, a, a decision, yep. more so than an activity. See, and in that idea, and I could John, be wrong in that. For I sure. think you're pretty gritty. I think you just said annoying and in your face. Very gritty, John. John, <laughs> you're very truth gritty. To that. <laughs> uh, but it has been learned, by the way. <laughs> it's okay. With many boxes of Kleenex, everyone. Anyway, wow. so. Let's land the plane here. You know, when we think about being rigorous, it's a passionate commitment to meeting a standard of excellence. We talk about uh, defining passion. It's a strong feeling of enthusiasm or excitement for something or or about doing something. Yeah. We talked about commitment. It's an unwavering dedication to a cause, vision, or activity. And then excellence. It's doing the best that you can with the current resources that are available to you right now. Yeah. And, and one thing I want to add to that, too, is uh, I think the courage to let desire exist Hmm. because if you don't have desire it doesn't matter how gritty you are you're not going to go anywhere like those athletes want something yeah and they're not willing to let go of that vision that desire so i think that that goes along with like rigorous keeping that in front of you keeping the main thing in front of you of this is where i'm going this is the direction that i'm going and 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 athletes but also executives as well yes yeah wow you know, I think it's Creative, much, that, yeah. much harder to be an executive than it is an athlete. You know, that's as a an, good debate. As an athlete, you know, you, there's usually a game. It's over. Yep. For mm. you know, you know, it's it's prep time, it's game time, and then it's relax time. Yeah. As an executive man, it's really, really hard. And a business to turn owner off. too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As I'm saying, business owner, executive, yeah. it's yeah. it's really hard to turn it off. It is constant. Um, but I think that pursuit you're talking about, that's why it's important to have a clear and compelling vision for your organization yes. yeah. and for you as an individual because that keeps you chasing something versus nothing or getting an end to somewhere and then trying to figure out, now what do I do? We're getting bogged down in the day-to-day, the mundane. It's easy yeah. to lose sight. You get stuck in the weeds and go, ah, oh, am I going to ever get anywhere? But if you zoom out, you go, oh, wait, this is just a valley. The peak is yes. coming. Yep. And the peak is where I'm heading. That's right. And so being rigorous in those peaks and the valleys is a level of awareness. To me, it's exciting. There's a lot of hope in that. There's something you can control. I like to say there's two things you can control. It's your actions and your attitude. Yeah. Everything else is really outside of that. And so when you think about in the peaks and the valleys, how can I be rigorous? There's To me, there's a lot of, a, lot, a tremendous amount of hope. Yeah. So hopefully then, you know, when we look at you, and we sign off on a weekly basis and we tell you and we encourage you apply rigor that's what that means that's what that means get down and dirty do your due diligence be detailed kind of i love what john just said take a step back and look at the hole and understand what's happening in peaks and valleys and go get after it man awesome yeah 
So that's our, what was this episode, number seven? Yep, exactly. Rigor defined. Rigor defined. Rigor defined. All right. See you next week. Now go apply rigor. Rigor.